Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to Friday and welcome to September. I'm Erin Allen and this is The Rundown. Currently in Chicago, when police misconduct happens and is addressed, all cases in which an officer faces more than a year-long suspension or termination are decided publicly by the police board. But a recent decision by an arbitrator opens the door for those cases to be decided in secret. The proposal can only go into effect if the city council approves it, and some Chicagoans are calling on city council members to reject it. At a police oversight commission meeting last night, critics argued that closed-door hearings would result in less serious discipline than what's recommended by city investigators. Alexander Perez sits on the second police district's council. When we talk about uh, the union, the FOP, we're talking about an uh, organization that represents individuals that have the capacity to take life or alter life. That's why Perez says its members should not be allowed to skirt accountability. A little over a month ago, I mentioned that Illinois Secretary of State Alexi Janoulias had a plan to cut down wait times at driver services facilities. That plan officially starts today. So now, if you go to an office in Chicago, the suburbs, and some locations in other parts of the state, you're required to make an appointment for in-person visits. All driver services offices across Illinois will extend hours of operation, and 15 locations will also be open on Saturday mornings. About 300 migrants could be sent to Lakeshore Hotel in Kenwood on the south side today. My colleague Michael Puente is reporting on a public forum that 5th Ward Alderman Desmond Yancey hosted about the move earlier this week. He says some residents spoke out against the plan and it got heated. Doris Lewis says when migrants were housed at the hotel back in the spring, it didn't really go too well. I live right across the street from that hotel. I'm walking around the building. What do I walk up on? Three men urinating on the building. You call the police. You do not come. Take them someplace else or send them back to Venezuela. 13,000 migrants have arrived in Chicago from Texas over the past year, and where to house them remains a very contentious issue. I'll continue to keep you updated on how things are going across the city. WBEZ and Injustice Watch have been investigating the fallout since the Joe Coleman Medical Release Act took effect last year. The act allows prisoners to petition for early release if they're incapacitated or expected to die within 18 months. The investigation revealed that far fewer prisoners than expected have been let out. The state's Prisoner Review Board has denied two-thirds of petitions from incarcerated people, which has led to criticism. My colleague Alex Degman is reporting that Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says there are a lot of factors to consider in each case. We're not just going to push everybody out the door just because, you know, there's somebody who complains that we haven't done it the way they would like it done. Illinois spends an average of $76,000 a year to incarcerate one person, but spends more on those who are terminally ill. 
And now for a few quick hits. Big news from one of Chicago's most storied art institutions. The Steppenwolf Theater Company announced yesterday that it was laying off 12% of its staff, effective immediately. The Sun-Times is reporting that the theater company is facing falling revenue from subscribers and single ticket sales and the end of federal COVID relief aid. The layoffs affect 13 full-time employees and seven open positions are now being eliminated. And Arab American groups are applauding a new Illinois law that will include a Middle Eastern or North African checkbox on state government forms. Advocates say this will open the door for more funding opportunities that aid their communities. State Representative Abdel Nasser Rashid says these communities didn't get adequate public health services earlier in the pandemic. The requirement goes into effect in July 2025. And Bike the Drive is Sunday. Lakeshore Drive will be closed from 6.30 to 10.30 a.m. It's a 30-mile ride round trip. If you're into long, beautiful bike rides early in the morning, you can register at bikethedrive.org slash register. As for the weather today, it's getting hot again. Highs going up to the mid-80s. And the sun will be beaming. This weekend, also sunny with highs expected to be in the low 90s. And that's it for now, but later today, we're going to hear from a Southsider who is dedicated to under-resourced communities, homeless communities, and LGBTQ plus communities. What led me to it was wanting to work more with queer and trans young people, but also, I think, doing some other healing work at the same time, which is what happens when you're doing organizing. Like, you're beca- like getting pulled to do work that is, like, speaking to you to be done, you know? Activist and advocate Maya Det Patitucci Cruz is going to tell their story today at 2 p.m. And FYI, the rundown is off on Labor Day. After we hear from Maya Det, we'll be gone until Tuesday. I'm Erin Allen. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Hold up. 